So I'm opening for a podcast. This is called the MIPA podcast. The MIPA cast. MIPA, MIPA cast. This it is. This it, this it is. <laughs> Good start. This be the MIPA. It is four men sitting in the basement of a ranch. Um, a raised ranch. A raised ranch. A dude ranch, if you would. <laughs> um. I think of the word sexy immediately comes to mind. <laughs> I don't know. I noticed that you decorated your fireplace for Valentine's Day. Yes, I did. My my wife decorates the fireplace for the different holidays that are Now, that's just a, that's a traditional fireplace. Like, a la, you burn a log. So I have a question to jump in here. Um, should we pass the mic back and forth or <laughs> get it out of your crotch if possible? As a non-MIPA member... Can you? I'm I'm holding a mic now. I feel very <laughs> professional. Damien, as a non-MIPA member, yeah. but holder of a great birthday, yeah. can you tell me what MIPA is? When you say MIPA member, are you specifically specifically referring to the Fantasy Football League or the Massachusetts? Well it, played, because that's a good caveat. Yeah, because someone he yeah. someone sitting in this room was not at that MIPA table. Right. Who is that person? No, no, no. Call them out by In name. Fact, Let's have a witch hunt. Somebody that you just questioned about it hosted Mippa <laughs> at his house for multiple years. John, drama off the jump. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So you can go ahead and take that foot I out of your mouth. I, I, I wasn't even, yeah, well, that's that's interesting. I mean, you're not a member of the football league. but It's a selective, a very selective uh, memory you have there, and ML. On the inverse. You were, you were never, the, it was not a selective memory. 42 these things happen <laughs> but yeah all right i guess i lost my train of thought there in my steam so welcome back mipa member <laughs> damien officially in mipa i guess we'll have to <laughs> chat that up so um we have welcomed damien into this podcast it's a special edition of the mipa cast because all of us are in person as damien mentioned we're in my basement. It is live, 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 live. And uh, live. this is all because of John my fuck-up. <laughs> this is all because of my fuck-up with the audio from last Tuesday. You when, made um, me drive 300 <laughs> miles north. So we do had this. done a, a MIPACast, as we traditionally do, on Tuesday nights. And um, ML and Seth and myself did it. It was two hours and four minutes and 20-something seconds or something like that. It was the longest podcast we have done. And I did warn them beforehand that this may not be recording at all i don't know i forgot some equipment to bring home because i was doing it at my house and it did not record i sounded great i want to <laughs> let you guys know i sounded fantastic uh but we uh, did not hear you at all so i said we need to re-record it and seth said well i happen to be in the neighborhood so here we are sunday night having a mipicast in person for maybe the, the only time in Mipicast history. We'll, well see John, what happens. I brought the transcripts from that night, so let's pass them out. <laughs> we'll We're just, just going to reread them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a live table read. So, do you guys do this a la like, phone connection? Uh, over Facebook Messenger or Messenger, whatever it's called. So, it's all uh, video chat. It's like a bootleg Skype. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And how good is the audio? Apparently, terrible. That we have to get together on a Sunday <laughs> wow. night. No, it, usually it's it's okay. Yeah, um, it's, it's listenable at least. Yes, no, and it normally not the content. 
but the quality. Oh, well, of course, of right. course. The content's terrible, but at least you can like hear what we're saying. Uh, but it's the last week we were, you couldn't hear what we were saying. The four-person pod with Rooney, uh, Rick, uh, and you guys was good. Uh, Rooney cut out a few times here and there. But generally, it was solid, given for the fact that it's four people. Usually, they say it, usually any more than three is sometimes can be an issue with podcasts because people tend to they don't mean to they talk over each other, right? And it just sort we of just that's sort of never happened ever one time. Well, at I this mean, if podcast. you say that, I mean, I don't. Yeah, words. <laughs> now, my question, <laughs> as I get comfortable, get comfortable, well, this is what I was envisioning sitting back is. What the hell are we going to do in 48 hours? Are we doing another pod? Are we doing a... Is this going to be a double week okay. of oh, content? So he, here's uh, here's this. I'm not available on Tuesday to do a podcast. Oh, boy. So this is going to have to replace what would be Tuesday's podcast. So we're going to go one week without a podcast. What do you say? It's last week of this coming week. We'll be without a podcast. Will that change the uh, order, the, the order number? Well, why shows, are we going to skip a week? Is it just going to jump? Why don't you just release or? this, at, record it now, and release it at the time when you usually On do Tuesday. it? That's what the pros do, just saying. Yeah, it will be released kind of like when we normally do. Um, and we'll but just it, pretend it, that last week was a non-existent week. Yeah, yeah. It will be the happen. lost cast where you can hear me perfectly and faintly hear ML and you so in, like in the background. Years. I, would, I would release that and, and yes. do a John right. in an imaginary conversation. Yes. Re-release <laughs> it. It could be like a, like a form of art. In a decade and just say John like the, the, the lost list. tapes. Yeah. Why is John talking for about 20 seconds, 30 <laughs> seconds, then waiting for three Teresa minutes? Teresa will use it as evidence in your eventual nervous breakdown yes. when she takes everything from you. <laughs> He was saying he had heard voices in his head, but we don't hear anything on, on the audio. He's having very boring conversations with himself. <laughs> yeah, that's about <laughs> it. And he's just staring quietly into the computer screen for a really long time. So, Damien, you missed it, but during our during the Lost Pod, I actually, hold on, a few weeks before the Lost Pod, two weeks prior to the Lost Pod, I had made a comment that um, since John started video recording them as well, and yeah. he was going to start uploading some select videos on to YouTube that I should start dressing up for my constituents. And also, I, I forget how... Did you get elected to something? So, yes, elected okay. to the Podcast <laughs> okay. Hall of Fame. Somehow, how did drugs get involved in it? Somehow weed came up. Yeah. And I said, well, next week I'm going to have a blunt and a tie on. And I did for that for that. But we didn't. It obviously, audios didn't survive. So this week, and I thought I was pretty good, pretty coherent, at least maybe. You weren't good giggly. Was I good giggly during the pod? I don't. I don't remember you being giggly. Yeah, no. I seemed like so I was. You, a couple of points. I, I, I definitely had one winner. I definitely had one winner that um, got you got you with the giggles. I just don't remember <laughs> what it was. Uh, yeah. Um, I was how, able to, how old is Hobbs now? Eleven. If you catch him stoned, yeah. If I if I catch stoned, him stoned as 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 I don't know, stoned as Mount Rushmore, stoned as Mount Rushmore. Good would you be upset this year? Like as this current year? Yes, he's eleven years old and he's stoned. Would yes. I be upset? Yeah, sure, I'd be upset. Yeah. At what age won't you be? Twelve. Uh, um, <laughs> what age? No, I I think um, I'd say probably high school. If he's if he's in high school, maybe 
14-ish, I would say, well, you shouldn't be doing that. See, here's the thing. We're starting to walk a very fine line because marijuana is starting to become legal almost universally. So it is the same question, I guess, you would have if you caught your kid smoking a cigarette, right? It's sort of the same thing. Like, are I'd you mad? I learned this from watching right, you, Right, like, Dad. are you mad that he's smoking a cigarette? I learned it from watching you. Sure. I guess I'd be mad. I don't want him to smoke a cigarette. It's not good for you. But I'm not going to ground him because I'm just going to be like, that's a dumb choice, dude. But I don't necessarily think smoking weed is a dumb choice. Strike, this from, strike this from the record. I don't want the, When I eventually hold public office, I don't want anyone to know that I'm an avid paraphernalia user. What's your stance on abortion? I'm pro. I'm pro. You're for I'm, for, I'm for forced abortions. So I, I want to say this. Damien brings a really different element here to this conversation. I'm just, I'm just trying to set him up for what a the, cons- the conservative political talk. Yeah. Now, would you have somebody... Okay, if somebody rang your doorbell said, I will shovel every inch of your driveway. I will make your lawn look meticulous year-round. Mm-hmm. Um, but listen... I'm yeah. an illegal immigrant. Sure. I don't have working papers. Right. And you'll have to pay me under the table. I'm $25 a month. Would you do it? Why would anybody not do that? <laughs> just just letting you. You want, that, you want that kind of security risk in your property? That's up to you. So, have you done blackface for Halloween? <laughs> I'm just going to destroy mean, your whole political ta- future. Taste, ta- I would say tastefully. 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 Like, yeah. Okay. You know how they... <laughs> oh, boy. Here we go. Oh, boy. Here we go. I, I see the wheels turning. <laughs> By the way, Damien smoked a joint. Before. Yes. No, first you know first they, time. You know how they do movies in, a par- in the park? Right? Movies in the park? Yeah. Uh, like the Boston Comic Book. Okay, sure. It, right? yep. Like how they'll, they'll broadcast... In this day and age, if somebody was to was to do that specifically, like kind of just to get people going and, and do soul man, <laughs> we've lost. We've, uh, lost. we've, we've turned the microphone to the table. We've now. completely lost. So we're like ten minutes in, and yeah, this is off the rails quicker than any other podcast. We can we can see where this has gone. You tag back in when you're ready. I'm ready. Yeah. You know what we need? We need an agenda. That's the problem. We have an agenda. Okay, let's see it. So the agenda-free Sunday. Yeah. The agenda. Yeah. The agenda is Sunday because you're gonna you're gonna yeah, release right. on Wednesday. Right. Metaphorically we're gonna re- Sunday. I don't know. Something. This could come out Fourth of July weekend. We never know. I, I hope it doesn't come out that late. <laughs> we just we're slinging tent, John. We have so much content built up over okay, the I don't know about any of them. They're getting rid of the DH, no DH, and um, and thank you, dear. And did you request that? <laughs> Why does it matter what I do with my life? Put your finger in it. I will right now. <laughs> Ooh, it's breast milk. <laughs> it probably it is. could be. We have a freezer full of it down here. For those so, that don't see, Teresa just personally handed me a cup of coffee. So. DH in both leagues, Delicious. which basically makes... Is there, is there butter in this? There could be. D, DH for both leagues. DH for both leagues. Increase the number of people on the roster. Okay. I like this one. They're going to open up, open it to have a roster space for somebody that's a dual sport athlete. For what purpose? What are you talking about? You didn't read that part. A dual sport athlete is that yeah, real? They, they want to make it. They want to hype it up. Yeah, for somebody like if for like a Dion Sanders to come back. 
but those to have them like contract like it's a, like oh the is this season, the seasons don't intersect though some of them do oh i guess maybe september and if yeah. you're for football playoffs, yeah it, is this the rule for uh what's his name for the a's to uh oh for get, murray, Kyle murray maybe yeah but that also brings this up... This is why list. baseball is dead. Because exactly. they've had to totally revamp will, will this their cha- stupid will, will rules. This, will this, but this guy's wearing a baseball shirt. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. the record, Damien's pointing to Mike. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Damien. For those of all, this guy. For those of you watching at home or listening at home. Well, uh, well I don't... So well, then, is, is there a question or is well, it just well, a, Will this revitalize it or are we looking at the death throes <laughs> of baseball as we speak? Well, you already know. Uh, there's already one of us in the room that believes it's already dead. There's no throws happening. Oh, Seth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I should talk into the throws. microphone. Um, <clears throat> I am good with the DH for the NL. I think the. I think the. Um, but now there's no NL <clears throat> ML. I think the tradition of it is interesting, but not def- definitely. Not, it's only exciting to the people that find it interesting. Um, there's plenty of hitters that can't become a DH in the American League because all the teams already have a DH, so let's just open that up. Somebody like Matt Kemp will immediately become a great DH in the National League because he just doesn't have a place to play. But yeah. He keeps get, he can keep, he can still hit. He's just a defensive liability. Um, I'm fine with that. The roster spot for a dual sport athlete, that feels like a PR thing. I mean, it's the first time I'm hearing about it more they than anything. To, they, they need to have something. <clears throat> I'd, I'd, I'd like to hear more about what exactly that entails because I guess you could have a roster spot for somebody that doesn't need to be there all the time, maybe, uh, that if they're doing something else. It, I don't think there's a – there's not a lot of examples of that. And I feel like, if anything, they're opening up – they're looking to say, if you also like baseball – We'll have you. We'll be able to, you know, accommodate you. And need to be, what, you don't what, have to choose. What are the sports though that would intersect? You have a very slight window in the end of the basketball season. Well, you have a very slight window at the beginning of the football season. Well, you, football you have, starts in July. It's like mid-season. Yeah. Um, well, oh, you're talking. Oh, you're talking about like like the training camps. Yeah. The the most common athlete. There will- is not one professional football team that's going to say, "Hey, star wide receiver." Go play baseball in July and August, and we'll see you in September. That would never happen. I really don't remember how Bo or uh, Dion did it when that happened. I know, obviously, they they played both, but I don't specifically remember how they were splitting time. It, I it, don't think it's, it's nice to have, but I don't really see it as like a thing we have to advertise because there's not a lot of people waiting for it. In my opinion. I feel like they played baseball until they were out of the playoffs or regular season was over, and then they played football. I know Dion, I think, at least once or twice played in both. Like the same yeah, week like, or yeah, something. Yeah, same week or same day. I feel but like he I did one time he too. He wasn't but... like practicing baseball during the football season. Like he wasn't... No, I think he was. I think he was playing with the Braves up until the season was done. And you know, it's, it's, it's every day, so he wasn't practicing football. I think. Um... And I feel like so Bo like, was the so same. Like you're saying when he was with the Cowboys or the Niners? I guess it doesn't matter. I don't. It doesn't matter. Let's say it was the Cowboys. So he was missing the gate, the no, week's preparation. Okay, so he was with the Falcons. He was missing all of the week's preparation for the game on Sunday to have like a Tuesday Thursday baseball. He game. doesn't need preparation. He, he was a man coverage cornerback. There literally is like not, no preparation but, for him. So he was playing baseball all week, and then if if he had a chance on Sunday, he'd play football. But if not, his his he was still had to play baseball because I think so, his contract initially said you have to play baseball for the rest of the season, and then once the season's over or our season's over, you can go full time to the Falcons. 
Okay. But, uh, that, that, that contract allotment would need to be on both ends, too, though. For say, sure. Right? Well, yeah, I it's think not, he... not just a baseball thing. It's like the other, t- other team, the football team, like, okay, you can play baseball. You know, it needs to be mutual. And that well, so was, I think it was yeah. more like Dion had the baseball contract first. And that was probably only because he was an old player in Atlanta at that <clears> time, right? And it was Atlanta, Atlanta. It's not like he was going from San Francisco Giants to the Baltimore. It was Atlanta, well, Atlanta, but Bo was going Kansas City to Oakland. Right. So I, yeah. I feel like he played all of the Royal season, and then when the Royals were done, he then played for Oakland. The Royals were done in August. Either way, that's the middle of the country. But so. so this is this is why. So that kid from Oklahoma State, right? Yeah, Kyler Murray Ky- makes no sense for him to go. People are like, oh, but baseball's guaranteed money after seven years. Well, but so, you know what you know. But so is professional quarterback now. Well, no, that, that's the thing. If right. you're first round pick. Yeah. Right, if you're a first round pick, even if you're like the thirty second pick, right, you're at least going to make two million dollars guaranteed, at least, which you're not going to see for what, like at least four seasons in for baseball, but and that's like A's, accumulated. Are the A's guaranteeing he'd be on the major league roster right away? It doesn't matter. Yeah, no, it can, they can they can give him a major league contract. They could, but would that be a good precedent? Look at like like. Uh, um, what's his face? Mookie Betts on the Red Sox. He's still like under his his like rookie contract. You know what I mean? Got- but he's getting arbitration each year, so he's getting like twenty something million dollars this year. Yeah, and he got fifteen. How, how last long year. would it take for for this kid to start getting that from the A's? Stop making that much money. Well, I think he's because he decided against playing baseball. I don't. Know, let's just say, <laughs> let's baseball. say hypothetically he decided to play. I baseball. think after two or three years, you're arbitration eligible. So he, so he could go there, maybe pan out and be a really good player and. And make some money, or it can make probably a guaranteed at least four million in his first two years in the NFL. I suppose it's not impossible for a dual sport athlete to exist in the future, but it would never be a quarterback. It would never be a. There's well, no the other choice would be Russell Wilson was another guy that they said could play. Major yeah, and he ball. didn't. So here's because a, he's a quarterback. So here's here's a question to my he didn't show for spring training though. To my year. potential. So did John to my potential points Who? about John Elway. Dual sport athletes, other than Bo Jackson and Deion Sanders, can we name another one that actually played both sports, major league level? Uh, Deion Sanders, you so, fool. Bo <laughs> okay, so Bo yeah, Jackson. So, but you with fool. that, ML, with that argument though, you have a lot. A lot of people did it because, like how Seth said, they they're going to be like, what was it? Like uh, Danny Ainge has that story of when. Um, the the Toronto Maple uh, Maple Leafs, the Toronto Blue Jays sued the Celtics. Danny Cel- a third sport athlete, um, also played hockey. A but the the Blue Jays were suing the Celtics uh, do, uh, for um, like, money. No, um, like like what's the word I'm looking for? It's what the players do in the NBA all the time, but the owners can't tampering. Oh, okay, right. And like he t- he tells a story how Red Arbeck came and is like met him at the hotel the night before the hearing, and like had a chit chat with him and so like don't worry son like you know you're gonna you're gonna like get like that contract in the NBA you're a good player don't worry like don't listen to the baseball guys and then like the next day like the judge was like have you spoken to this young man and Red Arbeck's like this is actually the first time I've been in I've the ever, same room I've ever met him in my life <laughs> but basically yeah but he was somebody that probably that could have played major league baseball but he probably was better at basketball and could make more money baseball's going to be a joke it's going to be it's going to be a rock and jock softball tournament in 10 years 
I mean, we I guess can, my, we can my, only point hope. About, my point about mentioning that is that I think it, it's a solution for a problem that doesn't really exist. Uh, adding this roster spot, I don't think there's a preponderance of dual sport athletes that are just right. waiting for this to, I think, to show up. I think the biggest problem with baseball that it needs to be figured out is there's going to be some manner of work stoppage because with the and this is you know spoiler alert from the podcast that'll never be heard. Uh, there's all these free agents the last couple of years that are signing later and later. Two major guys right now. Spring training's already started. Haven't signed as of this recording. Harper and Machado. Um, there is the issue with superstar rookies that come up all the time that are ready to play, and the teams arbitrarily, not no pun intended, will keep them in the minors for I don't know if it's two weeks, three weeks, just so they can get an extra season of control in their contract. It's well within their rights to do it, but it's annoying from like a not even a fantasy standpoint, like a baseball standpoint. Like Vlad Guerrero Jr. for the for the Blue Jays, um, ready to, he was ready to go last year, and this year he's they've already announced they're going to put him in the minors for however long it takes. I think Just it's like so the first ten days, or so games. he doesn't get a year of service. Yeah, the extra, yeah, the extra year of service. Uh, and now players, I mean, initially like some players, the hot rookies were getting signed to extensions right away. Now none of them do that. Mike Trout's going to go to free agency. Mookie's going to go to free agency. And however, it's going to take forever. I don't know. I think there definitely needs to be some manner of NBA-esque, here's a max contract type of thing. Maybe we finally get a salary cap in baseball. That would be a, a, real hell, one. a hell of an idea. That I mean, would destroy so many teams. It wouldn't, like, well, it would all right. basically make the Red Sox. Also, I think part of it would be a salary floor, too. Like yeah. you'd have to, They'd have to spend a minimum I thought they had a salary floor. They have the luxury tax, and there's a luxury tax, I think, in either direction. Yeah. You probably have to spend spend a minimum and a maximum. Yeah. Uh, the luxury tax maximum is, a pro, is like its own deterrent because the more money you spend on, on a season that you're over year after year, it's a huge multiplier that you actually have to pay. Mm-hmm. So then teams like the Yankees, who were, you know, when the Notoriously doing eight-year, two hundred million dollars contracts, twenty million a year. Guys, they're just waiting for these guys to get off the books so they can sign people. Um, I mean, so that has to get figured out because it's just there's this weirdness that goes on. So, just to jump back to the reason why they may institute this dual sport rule, I would imagine it's because when kids are in high school and they're actually deciding which sport, if they are multi-sport athletes and they're good enough to go pro or college at some level, at a high level. I would imagine all of the real athletes are picking non-baseball sports. And I think this is probably baseball's way of saying, don't forget about baseball. No, that's very true. You can still come back and play baseball. I understand that you're a great <clears throat> running back or a great you know, basketball talent, but you can still play baseball in your offseason. We're there going was, to allow there was, for Notre that. Notre Dame had that kid Samars, though, remember? Yeah, yeah. Um, the wide receiver. Yeah, and and they and he said he would he would have been he would have been a, he's he's not Randy Moss. He would have probably been a serviceable NFL second third choice receiver on a roster. For how long? I don't know. Maybe two contracts, maybe one, you know. But he said, "Yeah, you know, I I can actually pitch, so I think I'll probably make more money doing that than than this." But that's like another example of of the right. dual sport athlete that, but he did cho- choose baseball. Um, what were the the three random things your wife gave you? Oh, we're jumping right in. Well, okay. real, real quick, <laughs> and John, I would like you not to talk at all. <laughs> I was like, I was waiting for so on MLB's website. They have like you know the top two sport athletes, 
And the big three that they have, there were football, baseball, were Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders, and Brian Jordan, who played for oh, yeah. uh, in the Oh, eight, yeah, Michael's younger brother. Cardinals and Cardinals, Braves, Dodgers, a couple of teams, and they played for the Falcons for a couple of years as well, but it wasn't at the same time. So he played football for a couple of years, then he went back to play baseball after that. So, it, like you said, it, it doesn't really happen that often. So I think it is just kind of like a gimmick for... But it's to, it's a PR-esque thing, like Seth was saying, to let, right. let them know that we'll make accommodations for you, however we do it, whatever the details right. are. And I think they all right, yeah. we know where they're, at least, we're, we know where the second sport, if we will, behind football. So go ahead, go play the full season, and whenever you're done, come here. If you need to take time off to go play football, we can do that. Right. You know, well, whatever. You're not, a, you're not causing us to lose a roster spot, essentially. Totally. So... It's probably going to be like, you know, the 26-man roster and then the 27th guy would be this, if you have someone, great. If you don't, whatever. Yeah. Although I think it's going to be, it's a 25-man roster now. They're going to open up with one more spot and then this will be 27 for this two-sport athlete if they had it. Another thing that they cha- they're, just, they're changing, they are changing that. There's a bit of like modern language policing. Maybe I mistook it, but they're changing no, that's right. the disabled list to the injured list. The injured list, yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, what is the benefit of adding one extra roster spot? Who who is that for? The pitching staff or a position? Like, I guess it could be for anybody, but it is wh- it's for anybody. Really for, for what? Be. Why? What? What's oh, this, what's well, that okay. One extra now, spot speaking of do? pitching, every pitcher has to see has to. Um, you can't change a pitcher until they've faced three batters. Oh wait, th- wait! Breaking news! I have breaking news. History has just been made in the world wrestling entertainment. Remember, this is federation. Yeah, this is syndicated. This is the first ever. Actually, that's not true either. In the modern era, we have just crowned the first ever women's tag team champions, and it has gone to Bailey and Sasha Banks. Are they related? They are not. Sasha Banks won. Now she now, beat. Shut it, up. She no, no, beat no, 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 Sonya no, no. Deville with the bank statement inside of the elimination chamber and how much was that <laughs> tree fitting <laughs> no cuz you said it was what were the two names Sasha Banks and Bailey so but they said Bailey and Sasha Banks they should have said Sasha Banks and Bailey to make it emphasize or also sounds like Bailey and Sasha Banks, yeah. the sisters. It's a great yeah, let them know. Right. I believe that. I believe and they at, used it. Are they related to I, Ashley? I would Banks. like to see if there was an Oxford comma in play prior to. Now, are to they from an Oxford comma, not a, an American Dictionary comma? Exactly. Are they from Bel Air? These banks. Uh, they are not. As <laughs> we, have, we have additional breaking news: the all, the NBA All Star Game has turned into Boss Baby on the other TV. Yeah. So Wait, we have it, that going for us as well. <clears throat> I thought this was like this is not this is live TV right now. We're watching. I don't know. Did it? We're, we're, we're actually watching the Boss Baby. I thought this was like a, my an guess, extended commercial. My guess on this is that if it's through the TNT app, there's probably some sort of you can't watch the live sporting event through the TNT app, and now they're playing something else. Okay. I don't know. Do you well, see we'll find Amer- out. Do you see America each week? I add a joke about how John doesn't have TV, and how his ability. To live a normal functioning life is impaired because of of of, of said non TV. Quick question, and, and you have to answer: How much money a month do you put into retirement? Oh, less than my cable bill, <laughs> <laughs> by leaps and bounds. Uh, this is one of the main reasons I I make these claims: is that, that we'll we are supporting you. We are now 65. forced to watch. You're now forced to watch the Boss Baby, a good movie, by the way. 
I mean, it's it has its moments. I'd much rather see Team LeBron versus Team Giannis. So TNT is making me actually sign in now to watch the All Star game. Sign in in what manner? Like um, just email, just an email. Use the like through, or or yeah, yeah, through yeah. the Xfinity app, I have to, or through my Xfinity account, I have to log in or well, Comcast. I mean, whatever you need to do to get Boss Baby off and Team LeBron on. I also want to be clear for America here that John does in fact have a television. So I want to make that. Hence, how we're watching yes. the All Star game on if my TV. Parents, <laughs> for the record, if your parents have TNT, you should put their. It, this ML, is what it uh, is. Essentially, you want to take a stab at who the first women, the actual WWF women's tag team champions were. <clears throat> you know what I early that was Axe oh, and that's, Smash. That's, excuse me, excuse me. I said ML. We do have the same birthday, but not yeah. the same name. Uh, I don't actually, honest to God, it has to go. It has to dip back in like the seventies. Or like the early 80s. It, I don't early think, 80s, yeah. that's correct, yeah. Does it involve Wendy Richter in some fashion? Ooh, yeah. it does not. Yeah. But the they, fabulous they certainly would have wrestled in this. They were contemporaries. Okay. Uh, who would it be? Moolah, it would be the right. Jumping Bomb Angels, a tag team that came oh, over from yeah. Japan uh, and wrestled for a little while in the WWF at the time. You know what the WWE needs like beyond anything is a museum. Like all day, all day. Because wouldn't you like to see those original titles? Totally. Okay, time out. Totally agree. If that's the case, and let's be real, when you go to said museum, what what are you going to find just hanging out in front of it? Think about it for a second. Hanging out in front of... The Undertaker's casket? Hanging out in front of the museum? Think about it. 450-pound Tatanka. You're going to find all the washouts. Yeah. It's going to be the Museum of Sadness. Wait, wait, wait. So you, this, wait, this, you WWE, mean... <laughs> this WWE museum is going to have uh, the washout wrestlers, like basically as like wrestler homeless money. people. Is like it going to be like the outside? Occupy Wall Street? It's yeah. Occupy WWE <laughs> Hall of Fame. And it's just they're intense. They're going to be like, yeah, take a picture with me. I'm Tatanka. I mean, maybe. That's, it's not a maybe. You know that's going to happen. That's, but that doesn't happen in other Hall of Fame museums. Seth, that's because they, they shoo them away. Seth, <laughs> you've probably seen this at like the, the indie shows. Yeah. But like, what's, an, what's interesting to see is in between wrestling, when all of the, everybody on the card finds a spot and sets up with their merch, yeah. and you can go up and say hello to them and sure. shake their yep. hand. And it's kind of like... Just for social, like anthropologically fascinating to watch. Like this is somebody's livelihood. It's and super they, they, depressing. It, yeah, I yeah, think it, is the word that you're looking for. It's yeah, like an yeah. arts and crafts show. So okay, <laughs> here, I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you a personal experience. So, um, before WrestleMania each year, they have uh, something called a WrestleMania Access, and yeah. WrestleMania Access does a traveling version of what you're proposing this museum to be. So it's essentially a museum that they set up each year before WrestleMania that fans can come in and look at things like all the old belts. Um, There was one when Undertaker's uh, streak was still a thing. Uh, It was called the Undertaker's Graveyard, and it was like tombstones with all of the different um, opponents that he's had in the past. And you could stone or plastic. I believe they were the um, like the um, styrofoam type that made to look like rocks. Perhaps I'm not sure. If they were real, I would. Feel bad for the crew that had to, the roadies that had to pick those up. Uh, but anyway, they also have, uh, along with that museum, something called WrestleCon, which is an independent um, event, a convention, where all of those old wrestlers come and do mass signings by the hundreds, by the thousands, yep. whatever it is. Uh, so I was fortunate enough to go down to the WrestleMania in Orlando with uh, a once-featured special guest, Mike Green, 
and we did partake in all of the weekend's festivities, including that WrestleCon. And it was very sad to see um, once great statuesque yeah. figures from my childhood and even really from my adulthood that I would watch on TV every week and think, wow, these guys are just larger than life. They're great. They're awesome. And then see them shilling out smiles and handshakes for $5 a piece and, yeah. you know, literally signing anything that you'd ask them to sign. It, yeah. it, it, it's, um, you know, I don't know if there's really any other like sport, if you consider this a sport where like, it's like that. Like, I'm not sure you'd ever see Tom Glavin signing baseball cards and you go up to him and you say, that's really sad. You Pete, know, like Pete, Pete Rose is infamous for for being at the Baseball Hall of Fame but, during events but do and doing and doing an autograph. Do people stand. think that that's sad though, or are they like, oh, cool, Pete Rose? Like he's a he's a Hall of I, Fame. I think I think if Pseudo if you were a kid when Pete Rose was playing, you're like, oh, cool, it's Pete Rose. You right. should be in here, and every and everybody else is like, oh, that's sad. Oh, you you think so? I think yeah. with a baseball player, anybody but a wrestler, I feel like you probably inherently think. They must have money in a way to like sustain themselves, and they're just retired. But with wrestlers, it's like this is their. There was, there's no like pension. There's no. no right. That's there's, all they were doing. No wrestler yeah. union. No independent no. contractors. There definitely should be. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It. it but you know, but anti-union talk. Good. good what? You know, good. Good. <laughs> good for them to keep that dream alive, I guess, in some way, because they do get to see their fans, and they do get to have um, people like. My son, who goes up to the wrestlers like Hacksaw Jim Duggan, who we saw at like an independent show yep. one time, and he had never seen Hacksaw wrestle live, obviously, but he's certainly seen him on YouTube. He's certainly seen him through old network, you know, uh, specials that I make him watch. And um, it was cool to to have him go up and shake Hacksaw's hand and tell him like, "Oh, I you won the first Royal Rumble of all time." And Hacksaw's reaction of like, "Holy shit!" Like a ten year old knows that I'm the first Royal Rumble winner from 1981. Like that's pretty cool that my legacy yeah. sort of still lives on through generations. He really, he didn't look down and be like, "I wasted my life." Actually, the only thing he said was "ho," oh! and then he hit me with a fake two by four. Oh, now do you think he? <laughs> do you think he has CTE? I think most wrestlers probably have uh -huh. CTE. Yeah. Do we want to get super in the weeds and talk about AEW for a few minutes? I would love nothing more yeah, than to talk yeah. AEW. That's um, that's going to be interesting how that starts to pan out because I mean they got obviously got the names they got, but just the competition level alone is only only going to help things. Which has been for years the uh, biggest um, double edged side of the sword when it comes to Vince McMahon monopolizing wrestling. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone was at first said good for him. He bought out the competition. He's got all the best wrestlers on the yeah. world under his one brand. The downside being with no competition, there's no drive for success. Right. He can literally do whatever he wants, which is what we're seeing is these ratings <clears throat> plummeting, even though contracts are going up. Um, and as awesome as NXT is, I feel like that's part of the problem is that these guys come up, but then there's just there's no, no place direction. To go. For there's them. no place yeah, to there's go. No, there's nothing that more often than not, they just sort of stagnate. I, mean, I think guys are going to leave. I mean, look at uh, whatever Dean Ambrose's real name is. I mean, Jonathan did, Good. He didn't re-up. Right. And, and he made it public, which is something that is very, very rare for the wrestling world right. to know a contract status prior to movement happening. Right. And I don't know. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not necessarily thinking that AEW, all elite wrestling, by the way, this is a federation that started... It's the son of the Jaguars owner, Jacksonville Jaguars owner. Oh, Shad Khan. Uh, okay, yeah. Sh not Sher Khan. That was the tiger <laughs> from the Jungle Book. Uh, the Maharaja. Chad, Chad Khan, I forget yeah. the guy's name. 
Cody Rhodes, uh, the son of the son of Dusty Rhodes, Dusty. Uh, a tag team that everybody who that pe- people who follow wrestling and especially know independent stuff, a team called the Young Bucks. Uh, the three of them, uh, Chris Jericho is involved. There's a wrestler that was in WWE briefly, uh, and he wrestled in Japan for years, and he's kind of relatively legendary named Kenny Omega. He's considered the best wrestler in the world right uh, now. They are starting they had one show. Why with, is he the best wrestler in the world? His work rate, his promo ability, um, his reputation the, for having good matches. The uh, federation in Japan is called the IWGP and I don't know what it stands for. International Wrestling Global Promotion. But something like literally? <laughs> it's quite it's quite a literal promotion name. Um, is that the same one that like People like Hogan used to wrestle. It in. is like so. The, Ali had a thing. So in back years in the ago. day when wrestling was more territorial, it was very common for wrestlers to wrestle on different for different companies, especially when they were on different continents. It because the fear wasn't like if Hogan dropped a big match in Japan, people in New York weren't going to see that in 1977. Right. So there was no fear of that. But it was a huge name to have Hogan come wrestle your local heroes. Yeah. Andre um, would go there. Right, yep. yep. So they talked about in the Andre Giant documentary how he would go over there and he was a huge star for obvious reasons. <clears throat> so, and there's uh, there's also a couple other people I can't exactly remember offhand, more smaller Vader. names. But, um, Big time Japan hero. But it'll be interesting. They, they, this group did a show in uh, one of the arenas in Chicago. I forget which one. Tw- yeah. A 20,000 seat. Somebody somewhere had kind of made a, made a comment like, Oh, uh, n- nobody outside of the WWF could sell out a uh, twenty thousand seat arena for a wrestling show. So and it uh, happened in like fourteen minutes. Cody and these guys from the Young Bucks said, "Like, well, let's let's see about that." And they put together like an independent show that sold out like in like in a blink. Um, they're doing another one in uh, Vegas. I want to say MGM Grand called Double or Nothing. Sold out in four minutes uh, online. So uh, the buzz it, is real. Yeah, it'll be interesting. And I think we probably are well over our allotment of uh, MIPA wrestling talk, John. Well, so I don't no, want to necessarily. No, I actually have a little bit of thought on this. Yeah. You were talking about, you know, when wrestling now has kind of seemed gotten stagnant, it seems like, and there's nothing really exciting as it used to be. Like, you know, when WCW was going head to head with WWF at that point, yeah. it was like really interesting. They were, had to come up with creative different things it was each week. TV. Right, because they were. Miss a week. And it's two independent organizations going against each other trying to get their ratings for two different networks. So they, you know, the money was was coming into that point so they had to do some different things so it was creative it was interesting they were trying to get the talent they were fighting for the same talent it was going back and forth so there was some actual well and what you've hit on is actually really important too right now that aew that second promotion has been in serious talks and negotiations with a major tv network that is really what has kept the wwe on top all these years all these other independent promotions that come up like ring of honor even new japan pro lucha uh, Lucha Underground and um, you know some of these some of the, the the lesser known ones the problem they've all had is sustaining actual TV network deals they've might, isn't, isn't that passe though don't you want to be have your own no because, streaming it, because app? it's the same thing as live sports it's live content that these these stations crave it's the reason why baseball isn't dead yet I'm in the because mid- these I'm, TV contracts are through the roof I'm in a, I'm in kind of the middle on it you do need one but I feel like there's still the shift of like you know traditional networks to you know I think there's going to be a balance of it somewhere. Well, I think you're going to have like a network t- WWE network type app, but there's going to be a regular sort of show somewhere. But here's well. here, here's here's the issue with the solely streaming based audience. 
The WWE has their own network, which we're watching a pay-per-view right now. They've gone to all their pay-per-views yeah. on the network. However, they still only have less than 10 million subscribers to this that we all pay $7 a month for. Yet, the Fox channel just paid over a billion for the rights to host SmackDown in yeah. the year 2020. I mean, you're talking about a paltry, you know, $70 million a year versus whoa, whoa, a billion whoa, 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 dollars. Time out, time out. Fox? The ch Fox, the channel Fox. Paid a billion. One billion dollars. To host SmackDown, Smackdown Live. Be on Fox on interesting. Friday. No, I'm just interesting that, like, because Fox was trying to, like, walk away from television with the exception of news. Did, they, did that, like, go through? Uh, or do you mean... The deal? Yeah, or yeah. is that part of the... the uh, now actually owned by Disney. No, okay, you're talking about but, um, the Fox movie properties that were sold to. Disney. Oh no 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 no, because because right now the Fox movie properties are all done. Yeah. The reason why it's not totally the reason why Wolverine's not running around promos for for Marvel is because it's all that stuff is hammered out. Uh, like they now they literally have to talk about um. Simpsons, Family Guy, Bob Burgers, all all the stuff that they broadcast. Well, because it's 20th Century Fox is different than Fox Network. They're related, like they're, though. They're related, yeah. but they're two different companies. They might have like the same parent company, but it's like you know how like you know Google is Alphabet, but it's the same company, but it's not the same company. Yeah, no, thing. no. From my understanding, so, was that Fox was Fox was going to keep news related stuff what about for sports like for, like for Sundays. sports and news related stuff well, they probably, probably the sports, the sports bucket, more right? or less they probably consider yeah because it it's a live bucket. broadcast of a thing can it be sports could you bet on this it's sport it, the, yes Vegas you can, does you can bet books, on wrestling yeah, yeah. yeah. well it doesn't it, matter if it's sports or not that they consider it something they're not going to sell then they keep it I don't doesn't Vince McMahon call it entertainment and not sports he calls it sports entertainment sports entertainment <laughs> zing so I think that that deal <laughs> to Disney sold certain properties and including it was mostly the Marvel stuff. I'm pretty sure as it, it was the Marvel stuff yeah. and all the other crap movies that they make. But but like I said, right now one of the biggest holdups apparently is that Disney wants The Simpsons. The biggest. Um, well, they can't have them. Yeah, Disney. Oh, I mean, Disney, Disney gets oh, they what they want. Wants. <laughs> I mean, ev ev literally every major entertainment property would be part of Disney at that point. I mean, what wouldn't be almost? That would be crazy. Um, Topo Gigio, the mouse from Italy. <laughs> I, I have to say, I am uh, quite disappointed in that, or when you read about Disney buying everything up and their eventual plan to start their own streaming service. Um, oh, I am to so looking forward to but that. The problem is, it's going to kill Netflix because all of the best. Good. You know what? Netflix. The only person which is why I guess they're doing I, all I pay for Netflix. Stuff. Melissa watches it religiously. She watches all these stupid shows. I can't find. I can't. The only show on Netflix that I like no. is is Stranger Things. Well, that's because right? you only watch The Simpsons. No, that's not true. Me, 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 that's, me, me, that's what you actually sound that's like. You. Okay. It's 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 Netflix. Is, like okay, look at all the movies that they made. The one with Will Smith and like freaking him and the elf. Uh, it's called Bright. I yeah, that. and it was pretty good. It was garbage. Then. I try to ML and then I vomited profusely all Vomit, over the place. Litter, you maybe you, you didn't finish it though, so you don't know. Okay, because it made me start rolling. Once I start rolling my eyes in the first five minutes, I'm like, oh my god, this sucks. Bird Box sucks. That's not Did true. No, <laughs> I read the premise. But, see, up. Netflix doesn't care if it's good or not. They just want to pump out the content so people that's keep watching the stuff, yeah, baby. Right. That's sling that. Well, band. either way, I I I will deal with Disney, who knows who will make original content that is likable. 
and enjoyable. Well, they don't make their own original the content. Properties? They just buy content. So the Marvel and Netflix stuff? Did you watch those? Yeah, no. did you? No. Yeah, idiot. Do you like that sort of thing? See, here's my thing. I don't really watch a lot of shows. Then okay. you're not the I audience really that they're after. <laughs> but and everything's narrow cast now unless, too. Unless you know, it's they phenomenally good. There's gonna be stuff on the Disney Plus channel, whatever it's called. <coughs> Excuse me, that is not gonna be phenomenally good. But the stuff is gonna be gonna be good enough to watch. Because a lot of the stuff, like you know, Pixar, that's all a different company. You know, Marvel, different company. Right. Star Wars, different company. Yeah. All those different things they bought up. Right. It's I'm not just... like they're creating those right. shows. But so Netflix, they don't care that if you want to watch it, they're they're they make a show that is narrow casted towards like you know a million people, if that. And then they make another show. It's for another million people. Another show for another million people. You're a CBS guy, aren't you? No, I I, li- <laughs> I, I seriously. No, but you like the big shows that are meant for everybody. No, no, yeah, not he even loves that. Big Bang Theory. No, Bazinga. Yeah, see, I don't even know what that means. Yeah, you liar. <laughs> so this is—I'll tell you what I watch. Ready? Everything I watch more than likely is already on on demand. Okay, these are in in the past few years. I'll tell you TV shows that I've watched: Game of Thrones, Westworld, um, Man in the High Castle, Live Sports, and on demand Simpsons from new seasons that I didn't watch at 8 o'clock on Sunday because I'm trying to get my kids down to go to sleep and I don't have time to watch them. That's the only... And everything else I watch is on YouTube. So to this point, I can say that I am going the route of becoming like John and not having a television. Uh, I'm probably <laughs> going to cut cable and keep internet for streaming because literally everything I've watched, it's probably something to do with having a kid at the same time. Literally, I either rewatch shows I've already watched on streaming just for something to watch, and I, it takes me forever to get through anything on the DVR to the point where, like, I sit there and I look at it and be like, "Do I do I really care anymore? Am I really going to watch this show?" And the certain things I finish, but certain things I just like delete, delete, and I just it's literally a matter of me calling Xfinity to get the ball rolling on that to say we just needed the the best internet package. Save me at least 100 bucks a month, whatever the math is at that point. Here's the thing, though, and I have tried to look into – I have tried to start the process of looking into cutting cable. And the issue is you're still spending over $100 a month on all of these bills combined If when you factor – Streaming services. What, exactly. So if, right. you're, if you're doing HBO Go and you're doing Hulu Plus and you're doing Netflix and the WWE Network – and the sports package that you want to watch for you know live sports, like the NBA TV app, say that I watch. Uh, when you put all those together, you know it's eight dollars here, ten dollars here. It's called here. it's called sacrificing when you well, do that. So so or or you just pay like two hundred dollars a month and you get it all on TV. So you're saying either either spend one hundred fifty or two hundred. I spend uh, spend. Either 150 and then have to log in to every single device I own. Oh no, you Sometimes don't have to log it in. Sometimes it doesn't work. Oh, okay. no, John literally had to log in to watch the All Star game. <laughs> oh really? Your cable, your cable TV never goes out ever, ever. Uh, no, you're right, Damon. When there's a hurricane, sometimes my cable is spotty. You're right, yeah. but that's you got me there. This has become a big thing for a I lot of people. Peanut butter all over your cable lines. Squirrels go to town. This has become a big thing. People are like, all right, I don't want to have to have 15 different apps or streaming services because they're all getting splintered. Like, you know, Netflix had everything before, exactly. but now things are starting to take out. So now point. you got to say, all right, I want to watch ESPN Plus. So I think I'll that pay app. the extra fifty dollars to have it on one platform, which right. is cable. I don't remember the full episode or the full context, but it was the end of a South Park where the local town was raising the pitchforks, the pitchforks and the torches against Walmart. 
They're like, ah, oh, Walmart's the devil. They're the worst. Burn it down. Burn it to the ground. Let's all go to Phil's, Phil's drugstore instead. Cut to like two years later, the same exact scene with like just burning Phil's drugstore to the ground. Like, this is the worst too. Oh, right. Eventually, it's going to be like you want to make a change because you feel like something's better, but it may end up kind of being the same. Every every street, Everything's going to have its own streaming service to nickel and dime you back to that price exactly. point, probably. We're in the world of microtransactions for everything. To bring it back to Disney real quick, though, I'm very curious to see how much that's going to cost, given for all the content that they have. Between 7 and $8, they already announced it. They said, they said, they said for the first year, the, for the first year, they have to openly undercut Hulu and Netflix Wait, and so Amazon it's Prime. it's basically the Netflix model, be super cheap, super early, and then yeah, gradually they, they, stop they're, they're going to undercut everybody. Will they have nudity? Ev- yes. Will they have every bit of content that they own? Uh, on only everything that PG thirteen and under. So, so that's like why that that every single Star Wars, every single. I'll say so. Every Marvel won't be on there. Star Wars won't be all on all there. I'm kind of dubious on that. For $8 my, a month, no, 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 no. My ge- my guess is I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe the first year they'll do that just to get everybody going. Oh wow, look at that. My guess is though is like they'll be like February's Little Mermaid month and like you know like. So were you being or, serious or, about PG thirteen and under? Yeah, only? they said they said. So that what happens not- to all like the Century Twenty One properties or the, the the the? They might keep that on Netflix. Well, because for a little do, while, they, yeah. they still have a deal with Netflix for certain things that have to be on there until 2020 or 2021. Yeah, but, but if you're Netflix, aren't you saying, well, we're not fucking hosting your R-rated shit anymore, tough guys? No, they, they want it because people you know, are still going to watch it. They Netflix it. needs yeah. stuff. They, they well, they like, have, but they're making their own. Well, yeah, but you're not going to be able to make your own everything. Well, they're doing a good job so far. Yeah. I mean, the thing is with Netflix, too, is their model is now they're starting to just go straight to a-list actors. It's, I mean, Sandra Bullock's a good example, but A-list. Okay, Sandra Bullock <laughs> is certainly A-list, but yeah. like say Adam Sandler, not A-list, but they sign <laughs> yeah, oh, they oh, sign yeah. him to like a forty-picture deal. Now, yeah. thirty-eight of those are going to be horrible. That was the equivalent. But they're going to. Uh, but but Adam Sandler fans are going to watch that shit. And uh, the other thing, dude, they're not they're not targeting for us. Adam right, Sandler's not for us anymore. Right. It's, it's for kids. it's right. for kids right. now um, that he's that are doing sick from school. His and, comedy special was really good. The one he just he, did. Like, he's not a kid show. As reported by still, an eight-year-old. <laughs> I still believe that he is a funny comedian. It's just his stuff is clearly for little kids. That's just what his market is. <laughs> that doesn't make you laugh. You watch Billy you know Madison. Funny? That doesn't I, make I will you tell laugh. you this. I will tell you this. I listened. I don't know why it made me think of it the other day, but I remember like his second album. Yeah. Right? What it the was, hell happened to me? What the hell me? happened to me? And I just, for some reason... I think I saw my family recently, and I wanted. It just reminded me of the respect. respect. Like, oh, you gotta pay respect. And it did make me laugh because they're like, um, "Gotta respect the condom." Yeah, they're like, "Sammy, jump in front of a fucking." U.R.S. getting a little long. Yeah, no, but he's like, like, "U.V. wrap it up." Elemento always go together. (laughs) Like, no, but it was funny because like the guys in the background. The one that cracked me up was like, "Teacher read me three little pigs," and they're like, "Oh, you gotta respect them, three little pigs." And one guy in the background, he's like, "You respect." Those pigs that respect you, each one of them. <laughs> but see, like that came out twenty five years right. ago. Oh God! I mean, I mean, is that sound about right? Yeah, that, yeah for sure. Or yeah. say, see, even if it was longer. Yeah. So, so, so when we were twenty or fifteen, that was really funny. Then, yeah. if that came out right now, we'd be like, "Oh, this is shit." 
you know, if, would all be cracking up. Now, I, if Billy Madison came out today and we had never seen it before yeah. and it was Adam Sandler, first of all, we'd probably like, oh, I'm not going to watch that. Right. I don't know. I, I think there's something to be said for that type of like toilet humor. Who's you, the you Adam would, Sandler of 2019? See, I'm not sure you can have, you can't make a Billy Madison movie now because the it, it's the the world has changed. I don't think that's it's it's not funny to make date rape jokes anymore. You can't have yeah. You can't make fun of like retarded kids. You know what I mean? You can't make fun of a one-armed black guy. Exactly. <laughs> so if that type of movie that did wasn't come Billy out Madison, now, that was, uh, that was Happy Gilmore. But still, if, if that type of movie came out now, I think we would find that funny because it would be like refreshing. Like holy shit, they're going. But he would never that, make that now. That's right, that's the biggest thing. You right. Can't make it. So that man was Which is, Creed. but no, you could you could argue that Adam Sandler was way ahead of the curve and was smart in making these huge deals with Netflix and with Disney making these crappy kids movies because he knew I can't make these goofball idiot comedies oh, time anymore. Oh, time out, time out. That was an original idea by him. He saw what Eddie Murphy did and he sure. had dollar signs it, in his sh- eyes. He's like, oh! So right. that's what washed sure, up comedians Sure, but he was still do. ahead of the curve. You go, you go PG. Yeah, sure. But see, but you said his comedy special, so that's something different. The comedy special, now that's aimed it's towards us. us. Yeah. And right, it was his, funny. Right, so his movie, and I haven't seen it, but his movies, okay, all right, those are kids 10 to 20. Right. And then the, the comedy special is for people that are his age that remember him when he was on SNL doing all those you know stupid Nobody's skits. Nobody's turning down an Adam Sandler Netflix contract. Not at this table. Neither, I'll tell you that right now. Of them are hurting for money. That's kind of right. right. Yeah. But that's the whole Netflix game. All right, we're just going to throw money at people. And yeah, you might get one season. Well, it sucked. It didn't get anyone to watch it, so you're done. Right. But whatever. They had content. They had 10 episodes at an hour each, and that's all they're looking for. Just- wasn't, it, wasn't it Netflix that also brought back like Arrested Development? That, uh, that final season. I will season. tell you this. Like they so. they yeah. have, they and they're bringing the, back another season. They have the ability to do things like that that network TV has given up on. Yeah. They can say, right. you know what? We're going to take that chance. I will tell you this, too. When it comes to kids' programming, Netflix is killing it. Killing it. Sure. At least, like, a lot of... And it's all original contact. Like, like my girls, like, True and the Rainbow Kingdom was one. I don't know that one. That. They watch, my girls watch Trolls. Trolls. They Netflix got right. Jumped on trolls. Shira and the Princesses she, of Power. She, the new Shira is like badass. Yeah, it's good. You know, she yeah. looks like Thor's daughter. She's like yeah. tough looking. Yeah, she does. Torin, I believe her name was. Yeah, so the only thing I don't like is those anime yeah, eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. sweat drop. <laughs> <laughs> We are at. Uh, we're still under an hour. Well, I probably got to leave at nine. Just let you guys All right, know. see you later. I'm curious about these three topics that you, your wife talked woke you up. All right, so to catch more. everyone up, um, Mike was trying to think of some original content, which I know Damien's anti-content. Gotta sling that tent. Um, but so Mike said to his wife Michelle, "Come up with a couple of general topics to throw at us blindly during the show." And Mike was gonna oh, pick them up. I have breaking news. Oh, <laughs> breaking news. New. SmackDown Live Tag Team Champions. What, the what, men, what does the that men, mean? From the men's side this time. What does that mean? The Uso Twins have just defeated Shane McMahon and The Miz to regain their SmackDown Live Tag Team Shane Championships. Speaking of so, CTE. Yeah, poor guy. Out of all those things you said, Shane McMahon and Tag Team are <laughs> the only thing that mean anything to me. Mid forties. He's a young chicken in wrestling <laughs> terms. <laughs> all right, so Michelle has some random topics, and sprinkle them throughout. I'm not going to read them all right now. That, yeah. That we about. So we'll, we'll do one. So first topic to uh, us to discuss. This one apropos, especially for the the uh, the decorations around the house. Valentine's Day. 
a nice opportunity to celebrate uh, celebrate those you love, or a celebration of capitalism. Ooh, I'll, I'll, I'll I'm going to jump right on in this. Who's who's that? Christ- that's Kristen Chenoweth. No, it's not. I guess so. It's a good guess, though. Let it go. That's what she's saying right now. Um, she's wearing a leather smock. It's Carly- That's what Carly Rae Jepsen looks like now? Yeah. Wow, she really hit rock bottom. I'm in. I'm in. We're watching the All-Star game, Look so I assume teeth. she's singing Oh Canada. Call me America. She, you know she crushes walnuts in her mouth with those giant teeth of hurts. All right. This is not okay. a good. Back to question. Valentine's Day. Celebration of love or a celebration of capitalism? It's a celebration Oh, stupidity. I think stupid people buy into Valentine's Day. That's my opinion. I, I, I it's, a, it's a complete capitalist horse crap thing that if you think that you need to get roses and chocolates for Valentine's Day, you're a but, sucker. Before before I give a concrete answer, can I ask, is this, is this topic up for questions? Are you taking questions this time, ML? I, we can ask. I don't know how I would take it. It's a free-flowing yeah. conversation, free, okay. yes. So I would ask before I give my answer, is it not already known that Valentine's holiday was created by the greeting card industry? I thought that was a sort of one of those universal facts that it got on the calendar yeah. by lobbyists for like the Hallmark greeting card company. Yes. That, well, that is true. Or is that no, just... No, no, no. It's not that it got on the calendar. When they printed calendars, they put it on there. Like that, it's just, they didn't, it wasn't an act of Congress. It's so like a so before, it w- before... Before it was a nationally uh, um, um, accepted holiday, not that it's a holiday, but quote before, unquote holiday. Before it was a quote unquote holiday. Oh, it it's, always it's was a holiday. Like was, but was there a history of Saint Valentine's Day yes, during the, the Catholic during Church, seventh century, eighth century, ninth century, tenth century? Uh, in a sense that there's a history of every. Frick, you see, you're, you're not Catholic. Uh, <laughs> we, we need the opinion of someone who went to Catholic school, Damien. So. Uh, yeah, St. Valentine's, right? There is a St. Valentine's. Who was imprisoned for, like, you know, being Christian in Roman era, Touching whatever. Kids. Okay. Um, it, it was, who was that? They were anti that way back then, okay. too. So, That's Eddie Murphy, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm coming to America jacket, too. He, um, so, yeah, he was, like, in prison, and he would, like, reach out and grab these little heart-shaped leaves on a tree, and he would write, like, psalm passages and, like, throw them out to people. That were like praying for him to come out. Why okay. were why those people weren't grabbed and imprisoned? I don't know. Okay, because this is not a real story. Of course not. Guys, all right. But that's the history of a quote unquote Valentine, right? And like so, the church has kept up that tradition of these little psalm messages that you would give out in honor of Saint Valentine's. Okay, Hallmark took that, seized its capitalist claws into it, yep. and turned it into a love thing. Okay. Right, a non. Like a sir, denominational love, thing. sir. Hugs a lot the bear that you have to get. Right. I love you. Okay, so there is history in Saint Valentine's person, but not in Valentine's Day being February fourteenth. No, no, no. It probably is February fourteenth. Every freaking day is a saint's day in the well, capital. I think well, you would need to find out states. when did it become a quote unquote capitalistic holiday. Yeah, ML's, so really MLs on Wikipedia, right. which is at this point. The most reputable source of information in the world, other than Twitter. I don't understand why people. Well, college is still like, college sh- shouldn't exist anymore. Now, past Wikipedia. In fact, shouldn't the world? Be- we're still no. We're still on Valentine's Day. Oh, but 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 just on a side did, note did from you this, take your riddle. Can, your, your riddle in yet? We have BC and AD. Can't 
I feel that we. Well, should... some people would say we have BC and BCE. Ooh, what's BCE? Speak on that. The before Common Era, or CE and BCE. Before Common Christ. Era okay. and before Common Era. Well, okay, I get that. Either way, we we, we kind of split this in half. Shouldn't we actually have like three sections? Like now in the computer Free age, internet, and, and yeah, basically, we're like year ten, you of know, the internet age. Yeah, of like, yeah, if we don't like call it like you know, Global I can just look up something on Wikipedia, sure, right. and now I know how to remove my own well, pancreas. Well, that's, <laughs> but, <laughs> but right. could you do it? <laughs> Back to Valentine's Day history. I think Mike has some so, some information for us. Without, I'm not going to read the entire Wikipedia entry. Uh, well, then um, why are we even here? Why are we even here? Exactly. We still without, have 45 more minutes. Without a shadow of doubt. Quite literally, there is an aspect of capitalism here. We all know that. That makes sense. You buy a card, you buy a thing. Mentions of the celebration of Valentine's Day as a day to celebrate being in love, the one you love, actually, I guess, go back all the way to like the 1300s. Mm. Uh, Chaucer, some Shakespeare stuff throughout time. Oh, if it's Chaucer. There's, there's reached a point, of course, where as people wanted to celebrate it, they find they wanted to find a way to send somebody, you know, to get somebody a card with some poetry written on it. So obviously, as a delivery mechanism to pass that along, had to write it down somewhere. That's where capitalism. Comes and Hallmark originally stepped in. Uh, well, shame on the post like office the for not like, jumping in on that. I know early. Was, I, I didn't. Re- re- post office was. I mean, the eighteen hundreds. It was like it was actually someplace in Worcester that kind of was like the first originators of mass producing such things. Mm-hmm. But um, I think maybe to the point of the question. I probably air. I probably air the side of a. It's a bit of both. Um, we uh, Michelle and I. I, there, I. Have you listened to this podcast before? There is no fence straddling have on you this met podcast. Me before? There's, <laughs> <laughs> good. Good point. Yeah, good point. No, before? no. You. You must pick a side, my friend. Uh, if I pick a side, uh, it's. I mean, if I if I have to pick a side, for the sake of your side picking, uh, it's quite clearly. And this is what. People get these days. They call this a That's a no. I can't pick a side. No, I can't pick a side. I I legitimately think it's it's in the middle. Let me ask you this. I think it's mostly cap. It leans capitalism. What if you celebrate the date without purchasing any type of Valentine's paraphernalia? So what if you make homemade (laughs) greeting cards? That's why I just paused because we just literally did that this year with with Bella coming up with like making some cute things for fr- you know friends and family or whatever, uh, and it's definitely one of those holidays that uh, Michelle and I a long time ago said we're we'll celebrate like the anniversary and the birthdays, but like the little things we don't do. You litter. Don't do, worry about flowers or candy. So and gifts so my and wife like has said that to me too. Except I'll always get her an under ten dollar box of chocolate. Under under ten dollars, no one it? penny more. I, I, this this year I got a card and I got I said, See, like some candy. And she got me a card too. Even though for we've been married for eight years, even though we we said we're not going to do anything mm. for Valentine's Day. Now I go the other way. Nancy and I, big gift givers. Yeah, you're, we, you're dumb. We celebrate. <laughs> we so you, celebrate. You say big, big yeah, gift like givers. What's, what, what's monetary big? value and or scale of the gift. Yeah, but you realize you're you're, you're everything you're buying. Yeah. Is jacked up in price. Well, no, because we're not buying our items from the Hallmark store. So, case in point, for this Valentine's Day, I got Nancy tickets to see Mariah Carey at a concert. Yeah. I would have probably purchased those for her anyway, but I used the excuse of a Valentine's Day gift. Yeah. She bought me this beautiful wooden watch. See, like, Melissa's birthday is the 8th. You know? So, I'm not going to get her anything... (laughs) 
I already got a birthday present. Well, it sounds like you're on the fast track <laughs> to a wonderful marriage, Nathan. Yeah. I, I am. <laughs> so this is the first year I've gotten treated to something I have any significance in quite a long time. Normally, we just say, like, yeah, I love you, love you, and that's about it. But I got her a, um edible arrangement delivered to her school this year. So this year, I, I'm going to borrow the microphone, if you don't mind. Uh, this year, I got Michelle, uh, you know, a card and candy, and I actually, and it's funny how it gets in you, I felt bad not getting flowers. Like, I've done it before, and it was like, oh, should I have gotten flowers? Oh, man. And I didn't, and she's going to be listening to this, so hello. Uh, sorry about the no flowers. She's pissed. Um, she, she, she remembers. Um, she's like, where's my Mariah But, but she got me a, um, a Sherry's Berries arrangement oh, um, that she sent to, sent to my work, and I actually wasn't For there. For men, they're called Gary's Berries. I wasn't there. <laughs> Did she use promo code Maz to save ten percent? She, she or? may have. I don't, I'll have to ask her what promo code she is. <coughs> they were delivered on Valentine's Day, and I actually worked from home on Valentine's Day, and she didn't realize so I was working from them? home on Valentine's Day. No, they were still good, but like they kind of were like instantly crumbly. Now when they, when let me ask them. you this: Are you three gentlemen gift givers on non-holiday? events do you ever come oh. home with the flowers with the yeah and that's and that's that my friend and to the millions listening at home <laughs> that is what makes things special when you don't have to do it but you do it anyway second topic oh, <laughs> well hold on. i john wasn't done yeah seriously. <laughs> no I, i'm done now i'm done <laughs> i said second topic the yeah. i sure i very it. rarely bring anything home on a non-holiday for Teresa, but she doesn't bring anything home for me like, either so it's, it's okay it. but it's I think we've always said like i don't want anything i don't want anything so we don't really do anything we really truly don't want anything like really the only gift giving days that we celebrate are like birthday and christmas birthday and christmas yeah and that's that's well what we decide because we like you know what oh no but i mean it's we just decided like we need to save money so we're gonna spend money on birthdays and christmas but not on valentine's day or saint patrick's day or even like you know anniversary when we started dating or even a wedding anniversary we barely do anything for it we get cards and that's about it we we buy we our wedding anniversary we usually buy an us gift and it usually ends up being like something for the house. Well, I would love Nancy to listen to this podcast because <laughs> I apparently have been going way above and beyond what all yes everyone else yes. is doing. Yes. Well, see that's your own fault. You set the bar high, so yeah. now you have to keep reaching it. I think it's more like um, we enjoy giving each other gifts. Well, then that's okay. About, how about you do it? How about you just randomly surprise each other instead well, of doing on specific no, dates. No, but we also do that. Okay, then you ju- you guys just like spending money. I yeah, I, I mean, yeah, that, it certainly could be that we don't mind spending our money on each other now as opposed to later. I guess it could be that. But I will. I am the type that if I'm in even something simple as the grocery store, if I see something that I think Nancy might like that's in the stupid impulse buy aisle, I'll get it for her because it's like, oh, Nancy mentioned that she wanted earbuds and hers were kind of wonking out i'll just pick them up for her and with maybe uh oh, I do candy bar i'm like hey go baby i got that for you oh yeah so i mean i'm gonna take a victory lap on this one i'm clearly <laughs> the best husband here i, I want to guess yeah you have you've won this gift giving battle how, how much is in your retirement account again? <laughs> <laughs> what whatever my fan duel sports betting app <laughs> says hey pal what's up just want to see how the sausage is made. No, I just want to watch wrestling with you guys. Oh, so we're being joined by Hobbs down here. Sitting in. 
So what else? What Apparently else? You we haven't uh, taught your son how to shut a door. <laughs> we you actually can actually live. feel the difference. Can't we you? live <laughs> in an actual barn in New Jersey. So what else right, so we not cover? No, topics we can, I think we should space it out a little. Space bit. it out a little bit. Okay. <laughs> there was something else we I were going to talk I about before. Well, you are going to have to. You're going to have to stick around the whole night. No, I'm leaving at nine. Well, then, my friend, you're late. Well, you still have half an hour, so you're good to go. We still have a half an hour. Hobbs, can I tell you something? Yes. Uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey won the tag team titles. Oh, yeah, I know. Well, how'd you know that? Uh, I heard. From where? On the thing. Um, you know, on the He's car, it says, like, um, at WWE Chamber. Twitter? Chamber. Yeah, I know. I hear you. But you're, uh, you're checking. On the internet. You don't know what he, he's beyond. He you're checking. Up, wait, he was born at on the WWE, internet. That's, 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 the, that's Twitter. Uh, which screen? Oh, down here? Yeah. You're talking about the crawl. Yeah. Oh, oh, here's here's some here's a topic. Oh, they did. Here's a topic, and and it's gonna come to a surprise to Seth, and I'm probably gonna call out Hobbs because I know for a fact he does this. All right, vaping. Do you guys have any idea how many kids vape in this world? A lot. <laughs> I guess a lot. Yeah, I don't know. So it's all they do. But do you do you know it, why it's all they do? Have you, I I it's it's all they do. It is have you all ever seen do. the comparisons between like the jewel nicotine levels and a cigarette? Yeah. Nicotine so level? so case in point, I was walking out of my office and this kid who I can't stand, and I'll, I'll and that's right, folks. Teachers can't stand some kids, <laughs> and sometimes it's his own kids. <laughs> this kid I can't stand was just walking down the hall in the middle of the class, but and he just bye-bye. and he just yacked in the middle of the floor, and I said. I said, are you okay? Well, he was drunk. <laughs> no, he was... Vaped. He was Nick sick. Nick sick. So he was nicotine sick. And it's from what happens when you take too many jewel packages. Pods. Jewel, whatever. Pods. So how often do you vape, Seth? None. Zero. I don't... I've never... Do you do anything? No. <laughs> really? <laughs> I have never done any type of... Stimulant in my life, except for the coffee that I'm drinking on the table uh, right now. Next up, I'd like to talk about these uh, kids and their damn music. You know, I mean, <laughs> man, <laughs> no, but but, but so so this is this old is, man anger. Th- this is what I'm going to say. I, I'm going to give. I'm going to give. Who's that stupid guy? Like Montley, Mont, Motley, Motley Crew. Not Motley Crew. Like like something fool. Like. Um, There's a website called Motley Fool. Oh, the Motley Fool, the website? Or oh, whatever. The guy that Turtle gives like, financial advice. The Motley Fool. Yeah, something like that. Well, no, no. The Monetary Fool. I don't know. <laughs> the Motley Fool is what it's Carver? called. Okay. Carvel? Jim Carvel. Is, is he the guy that gives like financial, like buy this stock? Oh, that's not the. Oh, you're talking about the guy like on CNBC. Yeah, or whatever. Sounds like sell, sell. Listen, what I'm going to tell everybody out there. This is to, if, if, for chat. if you want to invest. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. If you want to invest in some serious. Down the road, money making things. I would invest in jewel companies, which are actually now all bought, bought by Malpro, um, and hearing aid companies. Because with the beats, with the Bluetooth beats that these kids have, Bites. and the vape sticks, that's that's the future right there. And their music, the kids with these music, you know? with the mumble rapping and the vape yeah. sticks, and the EDM. And so, the so this is proof that Damien just turned 78 this year. <laughs> <laughs> Same birthday as ML, but different year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How, how's your lawn, by the way? <laughs> Green <laughs> and lush. It's immaculate. <laughs> no one's allowed on it. Yeah. <laughs> I keep everything that lands on it. So my understanding of the jewel pods is that the way they're the way they were first marketed and advertised was that 
they had all the benefits of smoking a cigarette, meaning <laughs> so, <laughs> appetite suppressant and lung making, cancer, <laughs> making you look cool. However, they didn't have any of the drawbacks of the formaldehyde and the car and the you know the other chemicals or whatever that's in a, that that's in a that's in an actual cigarette, the asbestos that you're that you're smoking, the tar, the tar or whatever. So it was a cleaner smoke with the nicotine jacked up to a hundred. Yeah, which is what these, which is why these kids are truly, truly addicted to to it. But it, you know, I mean. What's the trade-off? Like, would you rather them smoke cigarettes? Like, cigarettes aren't ever going to go away unless you live in Hawaii. Like, it's just, they're just not... Do you guys know about that Hawaii thing? No, are they, like, dirt cheap? Uh, they, no, they passed a law that the minimum age is 100 years old to buy cigarettes as a way <laughs> to make it impossible for people to buy cigarettes in Hawaii. It's a it's a bill. So cigarettes and honeybees are going to be gone in Hawaii. So, anyway, unless you take that type of drastic measure, they're not going away. So, would you rather live in a world with butts all over the ground and no, smoke no, in the actually, air, like or would you rather live in a jewel-filled world? The amount of cigarettes, the amount of cigarettes, like selling-wise, has yeah. dropped significantly because of vaping. Well, no, well, it's no, it's because, it's because of the because, the information that's been yeah. put out there that smoking's bad. But now, juuling, if you whatever they call it, what the verb is, is okay because right. it doesn't have all that other stuff into and, it. And but there's, there's no proof that all that stuff that's in the jewels and vaping isn't good oh, for no, you no. either. Well, no, there no. is proof. Pup porn lung. Look it up. All right, well, so, so there's other different chemicals that are in yeah. the vape that just well, haven't I, been researched yet. I think yet. the nicotine itself is bad for you. Well, well, <laughs> right. I mean, like, well, well, yeah. What it actually is is still bad. But there's uh, the other chemicals that are mixed in with the nicotine. I'm sure they haven't come up so, with like what's really right, in there okay, and what's so bad gonna, for you and I'm why it's been bad. That sounds like vape talk to me. <laughs> are you vaped right are you, now? Are you Nick sick? All right. How much vape have you had tonight? None. Hobbs, I'm going to ask sounds you. Sounds like a vape answer. Hobbs, do kids in your school vape? Do you see kids um, smoking jewels? No, but I guarantee you probably at least one. Hey, Hobbs is no narc, okay? He's not going to be uh, <laughs> yeah. name the here. Give me the kid's name and his mom's Billy, name, right? And Seth has taught him one thing. That's one thing. Is that <laughs> snitches get stitches. No, no. That, that, that's, friends. that's a Nancy lecture. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Especially after you move. <laughs> right, right. Um, anyways. I think, I, think, I think also these kids just need to pull their damn pants up, you know? Have some respect for That's girls. a law in Atlanta. <laughs> My uh, thing, my thing is, how are you gonna, how is Hawaii gonna make cigarettes, like basically illegal, but maintain alcohol? And okay, Hawaii, yeah. Why don't you make your uh, high fructose corn syrup and spam illegal, considering you're the most obese state in the country? But that's genetics. <laughs> that's because of their of their heavy pork oh, diets. That's racist. <laughs> that's a race, a very racist thing to say. Topic two. I think just to <laughs> just to put a stamp on this jewel debate. I would rather I would rather live in a jewel world than a cigarette world. If I had just for the cleanliness factor, I'd be a cloud of of, of water of mango, sweet smelling cake batter steam. Well, I would okay, much rather that's in steam. my face. Time out. That's steam. Yeah, and this is what popcorn lung. Yeah, is. I understand what popcorn lung. So is. you I'm know aware. when you get a bag of microwave popcorn, you open it out and that little cloud of steam comes out. That apparently was only done, and it has like that buttery smell. That's literally done for that effect. So you go, ah, when you open it. So this guy who had like six bags of popcorn a day eventually had this lung condition that they named popcorn lung from breathing in that chemical, which based on small amounts, 
the FDA said, well, you know, that wouldn't affect you, but we didn't think this guy was, like, killing 20 bags of Oral Redenbacher a day. Oral Redenbacher. Is that what you just said? Orin, Orin? Orville. Oh, Oral, whatever. Oral. Oral, oral Redenbacher. No, it's, it's Oral. Which is a different type of popcorn. You're just incorrect. <laughs> That's a different type of popcorn lung. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Aqua lung. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, that chemical, because, because jewels and vapes aren't FDA approved or whatever... That chemical that makes that breaking steam. news, breaking news. Who cares? Finn Balor has just won the Intercontinental <laughs> Championship from Bobby Lashley wow, at this it looks year's like Elimination every, it Chamber. It looks like everybody wins a title in WWE world. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so, anyway, that big cloud that you of sweet smelling steam yeah, that yeah, you yeah. like to your is point. nothing but popcorn lung chemical. No, yeah, we get it. Sure, I'd rather but die from popcorn. The other lung reason why too is because cancer. How many cigarettes before you used to have like? <laughs> it kills you faster. It literally kills you. How faster. many cigarettes were like strawberry sweet cigarettes? Sure. They don't have all. Now you can get any type of flavor, whatever you want, in the, the jewel. But yeah, it, go ahead, ML. Can we? Uh, yeah. Before uh, Damien doesn't have to leave right now, but before he leaves, can we make sure we get a plug for his radio show? I'm not sure what AM station it's on. But, uh, <laughs> make sure everybody can hear hear these topics. It's before yeah. Rush Limbaugh and yeah. uh, after <laughs> Imus, I think, right? I, I I follow right after. Um, uh, oh, I forgot who's that old guy. Like something Rooney. Andy Rooney. <laughs> I follow Andy Rooney. Is he still alive? Didn't he die like five years yeah, ago? I, I, oh yeah, fifteen. <laughs> Syndicated from popcorn line. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All his Andy Rooney, a forefather of jeweling. Classic popcorn line. All right, Michael, fire away. Michelle, topic number two. Topic number two. All right, we're jumping in here. Uh, we're jumping back in here. So one of these topics, I don't think we can properly answer because I know what this is, but it's I can't remotely explain it. But it's I'm gonna I'm gonna ask it, I'm, I'm gonna ask it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if you were a real housewife, uh, what would your tagline be? Some of you may know what this is, but I don't really know even how to answer that question. If you were a real housewife, what would your tagline be? So at be? the beginning of the Real Housewife shows, when they when all of them come on, is like the like the introduction to the show. It's like they all, every single one of them has like a picture of them. They just do a little pose. Yep. They smile. And they have like a one or two sentence thing about like something about themselves. It describes themselves. Okay. Yeah. It's like, it's you, know, a I, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I have class for days. Or it's like, I don't even, I don't even know. So can I use yeah. class for days? I would, I like that. It's free. It's okay. on the table. That's in, that's in public domain. I have never watched Real Housewives. Nor have I. And I know it's different cities, but I've yeah. never watched any oh, of those cities. What would your tagline No, I know, be? but I just... John, come on, no. John. So <laughs> you just stole mics. I don't have a TV. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Thank you, Damien. <laughs> Finally comes through with something important tonight. <laughs> All right. So watch out for popcorn lung. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you to my beautiful wife for that question. We'll talk... <laughs> if, we get, if we get future... Uh, if I get future opportunities on the Mipicast, I'll make sure it's more opportune for the uh, the group. Uh, we're going to actually pause right now to give Damien a minute. It's <laughs> yeah. up. He, it's up. Damien it. has literally busted a gut. Okay, here's the last one. Card. Remember, we have Hobbs in the room, so let's keep it keep it nice here. Cardi B, love her or leave her? I know Damien's answer. <laughs> I will start. Yes. And I will start. <laughs> I will start by leaving her. Okay. For. Side of the road. For, in an abandoned in, highway. In, in dramatic thirst 
Yeah. Um, I don't get her. Mm. I don't like her. Mm. I don't like what she has done to the pop music genre. And I don't like that she's a symbol for instantaneous celebrity uh, for untalented people. I know that's probably always been a thing, but I feel like she has been propped up so quickly um, and so and so greatly that um, that there's you know she she she's the definition of like the YouTube celebrity. Okay. That has just come out of nowhere and has deserved none of her accolades. You know, at least you could say Britney Spears and and um, could dance. Christine Aguilera. They can sing. They have some sort of talent. Whereas in today's celebrity world, I feel like all you have to do is put a camera in front of your face. And that's and now you're famous for that reason. So I always said this. It's not even a theory, but like I refer to it as doppelgangers. There's like. Actors or actresses that basically are similar to one another, like uh, Hardy B and Nicki Minaj. Like the the immediate example I can think of is Josh Charles and Patrick Wilson. There's others that are just Cardi B and Nicki Minaj is another one. But like maybe it's an, with Cardi B, and I literally could not tell you one single Cardi B. Nobody song. here can. It's probably a matter of like I know them it, all. It, it's a little <laughs> bit of the as far as explaining her success, the 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 re uh, you know the redo culture, the uh, you know the the remake culture. Literally, it's doing doing stuff that has been done before, has worked before, and it's just a retread of that. And that's probably explains the success. But it literally, I'm not I'm not s- sitting the fence because I literally have no. I know she, Cardi B exists. That's right. the entirety of my knowledge. Of but Cardi that's B. but but this is my issue. That's why she's a celebrity, because she exists. She's done nothing else to warrant her celebrity status. Now her her first song that came out the, was Bodak Yellow. I, I know that's the oh. only song I know of hers. Okay, but was okay, that, but was th- was that like a breakthrough in music in some manner or anything like that? that I, was, or just because it was like you know the. The hardcoreness of it, I, I, I just don't know. I don't know. People consider that song like if aliens were to land on Earth to like as a representation of human like peak performance. Who considers it that? <laughs> no, but was that her first song? Because I know she was. She did the a la Nicki Minaj thing where she was in every song. She was like a featured artist in every. Jo- well, no, Nicki Minaj, but like there's like a Maroon Five song with Cardi B that doesn't go together. You know, it's they, like they, five. It's like here comes Cardi, Cardi. Right. They they use her to give like cred to to that listening audience. Like oh, it's people so that bad. wouldn't otherwise listen to Maroon Five are connected now to Maroon she, Five because and, and, of Cardi. And B. she literally does this. She, she makes noises. She and she says the same right thing in every song. I used to dance for money. Now I have money. I like money. I'm Cardi. Or Cardi. That's what those are the four things she states in every song repeatedly. Again See, and again. I, I think this is like then again and again and again. This is old man syndrome, if you will, where it it's not music meant for us really. So we're No, kids the kids don't even like her. <clears throat> oh see you you would know better than me from the high school. The kids but don't even I, like you know who her. likes her? The housewives. 
the, the real housewives. Yeah, no, you, you know who likes her are people who think that it's cool to like her. Right. Yeah. Like, like, like the suckers, like the people who buy crap on Valentine's Day. Right. Like I picked up a Cardi B <laughs> album for Nancy on Valentine's Day. I got a Cardi B ticket. Thinking of you. Yeah, no, but I, like, I, but I, Emma I was right. Like, like Amazon had her in the Super Bowl ad last year, right? They were like. Uh, Cardi B, let's Pe- Pepsi had her this year. Yeah, let's get yeah. Cardi B because she because she's she knows too. She only has fifteen minutes. Look at look how desperately Nicki Minaj is trying to hold on to to like some kind of celebrity. Um, is that if that's a word? Yeah, I I just I, it's it's it, it, it's like when I mean so for instance Hobbs, his biggest thing in his life right now is is YouTube and it's, vaping, he's yeah. YouTube obsessed. So he's a lot like Damien. They share a lot of the same maturity level his biggest thing is youtube it's all he watches he doesn't watch tv he doesn't really watch sports unless i'm forcing him to it's all youtube content and it's all these quick six minutes or less videos beautiful of, no commercial exactly information and, and you done it's these little skits and it's pranks and it's troll videos and it's it's basically just people being famous for existing see i don't even watch that but yeah and I feel this is the NBA All Star game. Mel. There is no such thing. You can take thirty four steps that doesn't exist. And I think that's what is a microcosm of what's wrong with this this whole fucking world is that that's that's the people that our kids are growing up idolizing. I mean, God, I would love but, if Hobbs but, idolized LeBron James. But, he's he's a douchebag, but at least he's doing something of tangible value. Yeah, but you know what? You know what? It doesn't matter because. Just like this, Cardi B is already forgotten by every senior and junior high school. Like who? Like she's that's already because gone. they're all Nick's sick. So, <laughs> so, so to the point of uh, you know idolizing a pop star, has there ever been a pop star that has any depth to them? Because I think they're all shallow throughout history. <laughs> pop star has been I, like well, like you know, there's like a, a pop star. You say, you know what? I'm glad my kid really like looks up to somebody like that. I would say that in there, general, there are. I would say that there are a few. I what someone that comes to mind would be like Justin Timberlake. Super, the new king of pop. He does a lot of good, and when yeah. I mean good, I mean he's in movies. He's a pretty funny actor. He's in he's in kids stuff. He's um, an accomplished, you know, like award winning musician. He's on, on, you know, he's hosting Grammys. True. You know, he's Lady Gaga. Right. They there are some that are Lady true Gaga. artists. I do yeah. believe that she's an artist, and same like Michael Jackson. A lot of personal demons, yeah. but I I don't think well, anyone. What happened with that? <laughs> that's <laughs> would say, for another. That's yeah. Mike's third topic. Yeah. Madonna would have been better than Michael Jackson, I think. But I but even oh. with Michael Jackson, there can anyone ever argue that he wasn't an artist? That he didn't deserve the credit that he got for the music? I mean, he wrote his music. No, he was a tremendous entertainer. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, like, if you, I would take. Michael Jackson's quirks over Cardi B's quirks every day of the week. Quirks. <laughs> We're calling them, yeah. calling them quirks. I, I don't know about that. Peccadillos. <laughs> Cardinal McLaughlin over here. Hey, I mean, hey, have you, I... Do, you know? Would I let Michael Jackson see more? Sure, maybe. Right, I just want to give you guys... We have uh, the, the three-minute warning come up here. The wives have given uh, the heads up that... Well, my... Laptop batteries at one percent as well, so we're about to <laughs> so, lose the network. So we're about to lose the now. pay-per-view, and the wives are getting restless because Seth hasn't given Nancy a gift in fifteen minutes. So <laughs> it is. Oh my God! It's eight forty-five. We are. <clears throat> it's, it's young so uh, real you know quick, that he's like missing. Have you? Have you? Did you oh, listen yeah, to that missing yeah. Richard like, Simmons podcast? Uh, yeah, yeah. it's a really good podcast. So uh, when the All Star Game started up, they had uh, Chris Weber and Reggie Miller on. 
I watched Uncle Drew last night. Have you watched Uncle Drew? Dude, I was... They, he went I to was, the theater for it. <laughs> he was in I line. I got pre-tickets for Uncle Drew. <laughs> okay. On a scale of 1 to 10, it was a 10 bad movie, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure. Cause, but uh, there was but, only but, like a... But, John, 10 bad movies can be entertaining movies. You reach See, a point. I, it does reach a point. You're like, all right, this is... I need to watch the I, I guess because it was so bad, I wanted to continue watching it, but I... I I don't think at any point I thought it was entertaining. Well, John, t- t- like seriously, have you ever seen a movie starring Shaq that you thought was a good movie? Well, all right, so the one part in there <clears throat> was when Shaq made fun of, um, well, what was the movie he was in a wicked long time ago? Shazam? Shazam. He made fun of Shazam, and then when Chris Webber made fun of himself for calling a timeout with right. Michigan. Those are the only two parts I kind of chuckled at. Everything else, I was like, man, this is really bad. I think the definition of that type of bad movie is it... It certainly isn't a movie you should try to go find. Like, it's not something you should right. give a real effort to, to find and watch. But when you watch it, you come away saying, I'm glad I saw that. Like, it, it was funny. It made me laugh. And it was so bad. I'm glad that I know I've had that experience. The only reason I really watched it is I wanted to see why Kyrie wants to make an Uncle Drew 2 and he has, like, a big movie star career up ahead it, of him. And I don't I see any movie, of this. I mean... It, have you ever seen a movie like UHF with Weird Al? Fantastic movie. It, but it's not, though. Like, it's a horrible movie. It's really, really bad. But it's a really, really... Absolutely. It's a really, really funny, bad movie. Yeah. yeah so I, I, the jokes bad. don't land. It's very I dated. I think we, we all have... Skit, like, skits. Sure. Uncle it's Drew it's like also... Story-driven. But it's... But that's still also a very bad... I mean, I mean there are arcs. so... Have you ever seen... <laughs> like, we, we all have those bad movies yeah, that we love to watch. Right, I, I agree. I'm, I'm right there with you, but... Bad this movie, not- the genre, though, is a good genre of movie. That's why these movies become cult hits, like The Room was always considered universally the worst movie okay, ever produced. But I don't now see... I don't see Uncle Drew, 20 years from now, becoming a cult favorite. Whereas UHF or something like that might have really sucked... But it, you know, it it picked up steam because you know what, though, of after ask Hobbs in twenty years. Hey, remember that movie Uncle Drew? Oh my God, I love that movie. I watched I it guess when I was so. a kid, and I, it's the possible. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's again, old men yelling at clouds. It's not made for us. So that that movie for me is Girl Next Door. Oh, that's a great movie with Alicia <laughs> Cooper. That's a great movie. I love that movie that's, that's well, for a whole movie. different reason. Well, no, I know, that's but it's it's a bad movie. It's a bad movie. It's a bad movie. I'm thinking like Daniel Daniel Day Lewis. There will be blood. Girl next door. Kind of like they walk <laughs> Can I just say it's a bad movie? But I just no. Using semantics here, aren't there certain enjoyable? Remember that good scene movies? when it was raining? <laughs> aren't there certain enjoyable movies that you really? don't have to point out that they're not good of course i think the bad good, movie but not good i think I the bad movie genre is a real genre i think sometimes yeah, yeah. producers halfway through the film say oh shit this movie's really bad I used let's to right. try to make it worse when like I, let's go for it when i first started like the entire x-men franchise like cabin boy <laughs> when i first started kind of getting into like my own personal my own personal critical interpretations of movies like i just wouldn't like a movie for a given reason when Kilmer did Batman, I was disappointed. In retrospect, it's because Kilmer, I think, does a better character actor as a character actor versus like playing it straight. And it just, I thought it was okay. And I was disappointed. Our friend, our mutual friend, Sean Connors, uh, him and I had a disagreement about this. Like, he loved it. I didn't think it was great. You're talking about at the time? Or at he, the time. He still loves it. At, at, 
so at the time I did I didn't like it. We we just kind of disagreed about it. Okay. Batman and Robin came out, and for some reason, I enjoyed the hell out of that movie because of its campiness. And he and I and I think I probably would tell him like I think it was better than Batman Batman Forever. I don't know. It's, yeah. Chill out. But that's Batman and Robin. Everybody freeze. Batman and Robin is one of the greatest bad movie bad great movie examples there is nowadays. I think. I mean, there's probably others. No, I I agree. I also. In, just in terms of Uncle Drew specific, oh, he threw the ball off his head. <laughs> he threw the ball off his head. I uh, just want to say, I also have a soft spot for black comedians dressing up in character. <laughs> I believe that that is one of the greatest movie comedy tropes, a la Big Mama's House, The Big Clumps. Big Mama's House is great. Even even when it's not even plot driven that they're yeah, dressing Eddie Murphy up. being just, his mother just was the because best, they the do it club. right like even they in um, have the clubs, but yeah. even in coming to America when Eddie Murphy yeah. plays the barbershop the yeah. entire every like that's a great scene I don't know why I find that so entertaining and that's something that's something and that's why I that, celebrate who's blackface that? who's on <laughs> <laughs> and on that note <laughs> who's that what who's the black comedian that's like real short that he's in everything now Kevin Hart Kevin Hart that's one thing Kevin Hart could never do he can't pull that Martin Lawrence Eddie Murphy style comedy because he's not. That's because he's not sucks. funny. Yeah, he's not funny. The Rock. He can't the play Rock. A big, fat the old Rock black carries lady. him in every movie that they're in together. <laughs> Even I, a movie's I, not in with him. Yes. <laughs> I want to see the Rock. So this more or less big, fat old lady. <laughs> Kevin Hart. It more or less proves your point, but I think he's funny. I'm just not sold in either direction. I haven't I, watched a lot of things. Have you ever seen a Kevin Hart solo project that you were like, ah, "This is really funny," I, or has I, it always been an ensemble movie where he's played a bit? He's always partnered partnered up with somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. No, I it's, think it's true. It's true. I think he's the David Spade of black comedians. Ooh, the Tommy <laughs> Davidson. Wow, the Tommy Davidson of black comedians. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, I think it was too, too many. So, all right. Well, we do need to wrap it up here. Great trigger, Larry Leonard, though. Living color. So, Damien, thanks for being the uh, first non-MIPA football member, MIPA member to appear on the (laughs) (laughs) appear on the podcast. This checks out. First host of MIPA to be on it. Yeah. Yes. All right, Mike. Oh. Damien's daughter, se- a second child, <laughs> just entered the room. Demolished at my door to <laughs> yeah. come in and ruin in everything. So, style. Uh, they, yes, they, exactly. They have the room next. Yeah, so I, I think they've yeah. been told. So, yeah, they've booked it. All right, well, gentlemen, thanks for the uh, first in-person podcast. I think it went pretty well, and yeah. we will see you all next time on, on Tuesday. The Mipicast. Let's do it again sometime. It's the Mipicast, and that was all. But next week we'll have some more. Ba doop ba doop 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 doop. Bizbot isn't real. <laughs>